She's Tori. And he's Nick. And this is I Want to Rewatch. An X-Files adjacent podcast. Scooby-Doo, where are you? Season 2. Episode 8. Don't Fool with the Phantom. In this episode, while participating in a dance contest on TV, the gang encounter an enormous phantom made of wax. After a side trip to meet the wax monster's supposed creator, they track the phantom to a nearby wax museum. Hot wax will be involved. Ooh. Yeah, it's kind of a weird one. I mean, is it like sexy hot wax or is it not? No. Probably not, I imagine. No, it's not. Okay. Its original air date was Saturday, October 31st, 1970. My first Halloween. Oh, do you remember what you were dressed? Were you dressed as anything? Do you know? I mean, I was three months and three weeks old. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> my first Halloween, I was dressed as an alien, which I think set a precedent in my life <laughs> that my mom did not intend to set. I was, you know, born in May. So, obviously, it was like five months-ish. Yeah. You know who else's first Halloween it was on October 31st, 1970? Who? This is going to come up later for us, but has come up already for people listening. Greg Eagles, the voice of Grimm, was oh. born on October 28th, 1970. Okay. So he was only three days old. Wow. But, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but technically his first Halloween also. So. Nice. Yeah. So this is the final episode of season two of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? And technically there's a third season but it's not really a third season it's come to like 1978 there's a couple series in between it and they just kind of retcon the name scooby-doo where are you onto it it's not a scooby-doo where are you episode okay. at all so this is basically the end of scooby-doo where are you the next series is the new scooby-doo movies okay which starts next year so I believe because we are in 70. Oh, no, I think the Scooby-Doo new Scooby-Doo movie started in 72, I think. So okay, so a couple of years later. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of a gap. But anyway, so we have the opening sequence. We have our episode title card. Scooby-Doo, where are you? Don't fool the phantom. Gang run underneath it. And then we see a tall building with the call letters K-L-M-N and it's blinking atop it. And then inside the building, Fred and Daphne are dancing on stage during the Johnny Sands dance game show. Like you people thought Strickling was like hot shit. Like Johnny Sands was on it in 1970, dude. He was doing the dance game show way before you guys were thinking about it. Anyway, Fred and Daphne finish and bow for the applauding audience. And then Johnny announces the next dance, Shaggy and Scooby and their Taffy Twists. I'm guessing it's Taffy Twist because Johnny Sands actually says Toffee Twist, but it looks like they got Taffy. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe he just speaks weird because maybe he's East Coaster or something. I don't know. Sorry, East Coasters. You talk fucking weird. Anyway, Shaggy and Scooby are like wrapped in like this giant thing of taffy and then dancing and stretching it. So it's like a performance art taffy pool kind of thing. Mm-hmm. My only thought was like, oh, it's going to be so sticky and gross. I know. Uh, oh, oh just, your hands uh, are just going to have that coating. Your of, body, like, they're, ra- they're wrapped like... in it. It's like over their shoulders and around their arms and their legs. And it's like. Ugh, I mean, I like taffy, but like, ugh, me sticky. too. Don't but, like yeah, sticky. that is Ugh, very yeah. sticky. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, the station manager, Mr. Steven, says it sure is original. Shaggy and Scooby might actually win. And Velma says the only problem is they might eat their way out of the contest. And then we cut to Shaggy and Scooby dancing, and Shaggy's like, I thought this was an eating contest. 
<laughs> anyway, then all the lights go out and everyone's like, oh, what's going on? Audiences are like, oh, yeah. and Shaggy gives us the show's title. He's like, Scooby-Doo, where are you? And Scooby's like, right here. And then this like nine foot tall glowing monster illuminates the stage. Like all the lights are still out, but then there's this like light source that is a nine foot tall glowing monster. And it's right behind Shaggy and Scooby. And he's all like, Ooh. and then he goes dark. And the audience loses its shit. And you hear people like, like running. And then lights come back on. And there's stages all messed up. Like the banner with the title was all torn and everything. And Shaggy and Scooby are on the floor encircled by Taffy. The audience is still there, even though you heard them like running. But it's because they're part of the background painting, basically. They're not like really <laughs> there. So they are still there, but they're not there. Because he ran, you heard him. Anyway, <laughs> Shaggy is like, what happened? And Velma says that Johnny is known for his publicity stunts, but this tops everything. And Fred is like, what was that huge shapeless thing? And Daphne's like, I don't know, but it was awful. And then there's this muffled distant shout of someone going like, and so the gang follow the sound to the backstage office and Shaggy and Scooby have to hop because they're still bound in Taffy and they're trying to eat their way out of it. Mm -hmm. So the backstage area is trashed. The furniture is all knocked over and there's papers everywhere. Johnny Sands is tied to a chair and Velma chides him for this publicity stunt. She's like, this is too much. This is over. But Johnny's like, it wasn't a publicity stunt. It was the wax phantom. Oh, wax phantom. I know. Right. Woo. Turns out the station had been receiving threatening letters. All of them signed the wax phantom. And it, I guess several years ago, they had a show of this wax figure maker and then they canceled it. And he was like, uh-uh, you can cancel my show. <laughs> and he promised to bring one of his creations to life and destroy the station. Oh, that's a pretty epic threat yeah. there. Yeah. And like the wax phantom we talked about a little bit, like he's like nine feet tall. He's like, he's kind of like Clayface. He's like a big melty blob of wax, but he's, mm -hmm. he's think of Clayface. Well, at least like the animated version of Clayface. There's like three or four different Clayfaces in the Batman universe. But like the one most people are familiar with kind of looks a little bit like Clayface. So. Yeah, all milky. He looks like um, I don't know. Like I can't remember what it's from, but I'm just picturing this monster that was, I think, made of like taffy or mud or something. But I think oh. I remember being like taffy, but I can't remember what it's. Yeah, from. it could be like a like a gloop monster or something. Yeah, like a mud some kind monster of, or. Yeah, he just yeah. yeah he looks like he's gonna drip apart any minute. So yeah. So then the gang realizes that Mister Stevens is missing. <gasps> And Fred also notes that the safe has been robbed. So he figures that Mr. Stevens was taken hostage. No. Oh. And Velma's like, maybe, but how can a nine foot tall wax monster just vanish with a hostage? And Daphne's like, well, maybe the curse of the phantom is true. Or maybe Mr. Stevens is the wax phantom. I don't know. <laughs> That's, that would be my first thought, honestly, Fred. But yeah, they don't knows? seem to jump to that conclusion. And so Shaggy and Scooby have devoured all their taffy because it seems to be gone. So they have managed to eat it all. And Shaggy's freaking out about the wax phantom and Scooby finds melted wax footprints. <gasps> but the footprints lead right up to the window ledge. And Velma notes that they're 10 stories up. So it's not like he oh. could just walk out the window. No. I mean, he could. But it wouldn't go well. Well, you would find him on the ground below, probably. So, yeah, yeah it wouldn't get very far. Unless he is like Clayface and he can like form of like a glider or something and just like fly away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So, Fred suggests they call the police, but Johnny Sands is like, no, 
The station is already in financial trouble and publicity like this could shut it down completely. So it seems like the gang has another mystery. (gasps) Outside by the mystery machine, Fred says he and Daphne will go check out the wax museum and Velma, Shaggy and Scooby can go check out the wax maker whose name is Grisby. And Shaggy is like, not now. And Velma's (laughs) like, if not now, when? And Shaggy's like, uh, how about Christmas? So then he and Scooby run, but Velma grabs them and pulls them back and is like, Merry Christmas. We're doing this now, guys. Sorry. Oh, yep. They tried. They made an effort. It didn't work. They did. They did. Yeah. I mean, this episode came out on Halloween. Right. So Christmas would have been a couple months away. Yeah. Although for people listening, I mean, if you're listening when it comes out, it's actually like four days after Christmas. It's oh, nice. On December 29th. So, <laughs> yeah. So we get a green left screen wipe and it has sound effects too, like choomp. and then Fred and Daphne are in the mystery machine and they're starting it up. And then we hear this like other noise. And then Shaggy bursts out of the back on a blue scooter and Scooby is on his back and Velma is riding side saddle and hanging on to Scooby. And yeah, so they, so they have really, a cool little Vespa in the back of their yeah. van. Who knew? I meant to check to see if it's the same color as the scooter he borrows from, was it like Charlie? Way <gasps> back, like in episode four, I think, of season oh, one. Oh, yeah. The dog napping one. I meant to go check and I forgot to look and see if it's the same color scooter. Oh, that'd um, be funny if he just had kept the scooter this whole time. Kept it, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it, it, I also am like, okay, like Fred and Daphne are taking the van and then like three people are on a scooter. Like you guys could have like done that differently. <laughs> Seriously. Um, only Fred gets <laughs> to drive the mystery machine. So no. Yeah. They couldn't Although have. in later media, I think the mystery machine is actually Shaggy's. Oh, really? I think. Yeah. But I could be wrong. I think I from my head, I think the mystery machine is actually Shaggy's, but Fred drives it all the time. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe Fred's just like Mulder and he just wants to always drive. So he's like, oh, driving. <laughs> You're always high, Shaggy. You don't get to drive. Too bad. <laughs> I mean, so. to be fair, yeah, it's not, <laughs> not a bad idea if someone's still Spend all their time in drive throughs Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, then they're at Grisby's, and after being scared by an owl, and they have, like, some, like, whoo, scared jokes kind of thing. There's, like, whoo, like, who's scared? All that kind of stuff, right? It's owls, right? So, anyway, Grisby answers the door and invites them in, and he and his house are creepy as fuck, right? Mm-hmm. He's kind of oh, got, yeah. like, a little Elias Kingston vibe going on. And he knows why they're there. He knows they're going to ask him about what happened at the station. And that is courtesy of his glowing crystal ball. Very creepy. He's super spooky. And then Scooby finds a small box. He opens it. And like this little tiny ghost comes out. And it's all. And then Scooby sneezes. I call it a dust ghost because he sneezes and then like disappears because it Mm -hmm. blows it away. And then Shaggy sees this bubbling cauldron in the fireplace. Like, "Mm, this smells good. He's trying to get some. But then all these bubbles come out and the bubbles are like skeleton heads. Mm-hmm. And they start laughing. They're all hee 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 hee. And Shaggy calls it bubble ghost stew. So yeah, not tasting it. But, so Grisby yeah. is working some like dark magic here at his house, and he's he not is. worried he's about people coming going. in. And he has a pet it. raven too that's hanging out in his house. So yeah, and he has a little miniature version of the wax phantom, and he's holding it, and he's like, "If you saw my phantom." Then my black magic is working to exact the revenge I promised. So you're right. You've got some black magic going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And then his pet raven flies across the room and scares Velma and Shaggy and Scooby. And so they run because they have to go warn Fred and Daphne at the Wax Museum because obviously they're like convinced that, yeah, it's Phantom and he's brought back to life by black magic. Mm-hmm. And then Scooby stops away by because he's not going to be rude. They just run out. But then 
Grisby also has like a skeleton in an electric chair in his living room, apparently. <laughs> and then the skeleton like waves at Scooby and laughs, and it sounds a lot like space coop. And then Scooby like that's enough of Scooby runs too. So mm-hmm. and then Grisby laughs to himself after they leave. And he's like, ha ha ha. So they didn't believe in the foolish old wax maker's black magic, eh, wax magnum? And then he laughs some more. And then I mean, commercial. It seems like they did believe though. I mean, Velma probably Velma didn't, but you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, I, I well, I think he means the station people didn't believe. Oh, uh, I gotcha. Means. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So inside the wax museum, the wax phantom sees the mystery machine pull up, and outside, Fred looks at the wax museum and he says it looks closed for tonight. But you know that's not going to stop them. <laughs> and Daphne tries the door and is like, "Oh, someone must have forgotten to lock it." <laughs> and of course, Fred's like. Oh, hey, they did. Well, let's go inside. It's unlocked. That's an open invitation, as we know. Once they're inside, the wax phantom closes the door and we see him bolt it shut. But they're already kind of far away, so they don't see him. Mm -hmm. But the sound of the bolt does startle Fred and Daphne, and Daphne bumps into what looks like a mashup of the wax phantom and Frankenstein's monster. So she jumps into Fred's arms and knocks over the wax figure. And she's like, it almost got me. And Fred tells her, it's okay. It's just a wax figure. It's nothing real. But then there's this ghostly moaning and the wax phantom appears. And that is for real. Whoa. And so they run and the wax phantom chases them. Outside, Velma, Shaggy, and Scooby have arrived. And Velma is perplexed by the locked door. Because obviously Fred and Daphne are inside because the mystery machine is parked right there. So they'll have to send Scooby in through an upper window and then he can let them in. And Scooby's like, nope. So Velma busts out the Scooby snacks and Shaggy and Scooby put out their hands and she pours out the box and they gobble them down and head off to find a window. Yeah, these Scooby snacks look more like peanut butter Captain Crunch or if you had those kind of parents, it's like kicks. Oh, kicks. Oh my gosh. So I was going to say they look like peanut butter crunch. That's okay, exactly what I thought. My wife would say kicks because she had to eat kicks as a kid. Yeah. So when I was really young, my mom wouldn't let us have sugar cereal, but she got to a point where she was a single mom with three kids and, you know, didn't, and it wasn't worth fighting. Wasn't, it wasn't going to fight. You know, she gave up. So we weren't allowed to have a ton. Like she really didn't like us to have the marshmallows. So we couldn't really have lucky uh, charms. I wasn't lucky really allowed to have so good count chocula very often. I occasionally for Halloween, she would get us a box. Oh, and like, if you couldn't have marshmallows, you never got to have Bill and Ted's excellent cereal. The best motherfucking cereal ever made. I don't think we ever had that. And so we, we would occasionally oh. talk her into a marshmallow cereal. So it wasn't like we never got it or my dad would buy it for us when we would stay with him because he would let us, he, we would go stay at his house he would take us to Albertson's first thing. And we would just put all the sugar cereal in the cart. And he would just like, cool. Like you're with me for one week. I'm going to let you have whatever you want. Yeah, I will <laughs> never miss an opportunity to talk about Bill and Ted's excellent cereal. It is so fucking good. Oh my God. <laughs> my favorite as a kid was the, I liked the Muppets had like a Swedish chef cereal. That was my favorite, oh, but I don't, they don't make weird. it anymore. I don't remember what okay. it was. I just, yeah, I mean, the Bill really and Ted cereal it. isn't made anymore either, but it yeah. was basically, it was lucky charms, but with cinnamon. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, that God, sounds good. It was so good. It was so good. Although I do like peanut butter crunch. I actually have a box of peanut butter crunch right now on top of my fridge. So really? I, I uh, still, peanut butter crunch yeah. is my favorite. The only thing I don't like about peanut butter Captain Crunches 
is that it fucks up your mouth. I know. Like it, it, chew, it fucks you. It like just stabs the shit out of your mouth because it's so crunchy. It just fucks your mouth up. I know. Bad. Regular Captain Crunch, I feel like, is worse. I feel like the peanut butter isn't as bad. But yeah, well, see, I'm I, not a fan of the. And then Crunch Berries, too. Like, I like the Crunch Berries, but then they start adding way too many like flavors and stuff and mm-hmm. colors. It's like, nah, just peanut butter. Yeah, dude. got too fancy. Yeah. <laughs> this was our cereal tangent but yeah the scooby snacks totally reminded me of peanut butter crunch i was like that's and then exactly also that, that, that peanut butter hinted milk at the end mm-hmm. yes yeah 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 oh yeah I mean, also really it, i guess you could say it looks like dog food yeah i guess i guess yeah, like kibble maybe but yeah no peanut butter captain crunch because we're gonna stick with that whole peanut butter thing right because we sucked about scooby snacks or peanut butter cookie balls mm-hmm. and then then they're smashed peanut butter cookie balls because sometimes they look like they look like tater tokens almost like they're little smash things and then this is going to be peanut butter captain crunch because it's we're sticking with the theme peanut butter <laughs> yes well dogs do like peanut butter and apparently shaggy likes peanut butter too because he's mm-hmm. all about these yeah well snacks. that would explain why shaggy likes it right so mm-hmm. yeah it's not like the cheddar cheese and bacon ones where you're like well this needs some salt because those are i, <laughs> I have never full disclosure those. i have tried milk bone Mm-mm. cheese and bacon dog biscuits because cheese and bacon but they're not good um, yeah they're really gritty yeah, yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't yeah i do you know so then we get a blue left side swipe with sound effects and Shaggy and Scooby are pulling Velma in through the window. And then of course they all crash and tumble to the floor and Shaggy's like, shh. Then he flips on the lights and he screams and he and Scooby hold each other and tremble. But Velma's like, calm down. This is just the wax museum's monster display. Cause of course that's where they ended oh. up is the display of monsters. And you can kind of see like Dracula in the background and something that might be Frankenstein's monster kind of behind them. And so Shaggy and Scooby scoff at the Mr. Hyde display, which you think that would freak you out a little having encountered a Mr. Hyde. Well, that's the thing is I think they really missed an opportunity to have Mr. Hyde and the Frankenstein monster and like the vampire. And we're going to see like a vampire bat too. Like they don't look like the ones from the episode. Like this looks like what you think of as Mr. Hyde. Right. You know, he's like really monstrous looking and like big and all like crazy beard and that kind of stuff. And a little top hat. It doesn't look like episode Mr. Hyde, which I think they kind of missed an opportunity by not doing that. Because that would have been even more probably frightening for them. Mm -hmm. And so Shaggy gives the figure like a rap on the chest and, you know, obviously it doesn't react. It's just a wax figure. And then he says the vampire is next. And we see this wax figure of a Dracula looking vampire behind them. But before they can turn around, this panel drops down from the ceiling and it hides the vampire. But on the side facing them, there's this giant animatronic bat sound. So they turn around, they see this thing like moving and making noises at them and they scream and they run. And so Velma's like, like Dracula turned into a giant bat is what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, it's pretty scary. Wow. But yeah. Velma's like, this is just part of the show. And then this glowing disembodied translucent hand taps Velma on the shoulder. And Shaggy asks if that's part of the show. And then they all run and Velma's carrying them both. And the wax phantom peers from around the curtain that they were just next to. So it's right there watching them. What's up with that hand, though? Yeah, I thought that was supposed to be part of the show, like some kind of light thing, but then they're freaked out by it, so I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, it could be, but if it is, it's like they've got some high-tech shit at the market. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So as they run, they crash into Fred and Daphne coming around the corner. And on the floor, Fred says, wow, we're glad we ran into you, Velma, but then where are Shaggy and Scooby? And Velma says they were right here, but you know now they're gone. And then there's this ghostly moaning that sort of starts to sound like Shaggy and Scooby. And then they see this mummy case open 
and Shaggy and Scooby are inside and Shaggy's moaning and rubbing his head. And Velma asks what they're doing in there. And Shaggy says, oh, we just dropped in to see my mummy. (laughs) And Scooby says, yeah. And he chuckles. (laughs) However, on the floor next to Scooby, Velma sees a piece of paper and she realizes that it's an airline ticket for Speedy Airlines. And so they pick it up and they read it. And Fred's like, it's for South America. And Daphne says, somebody must have dropped it by accident. And Shaggy says, somebody or something. (sighs) Either way, Velma says, it's real and it's a clue. And Fred's like, well, there might be more clues. Let's go. (laughs) Because Fred is always about the clues. Yeah. So then we get a blue cider swipe and sound effects. This one's all about wipes and the sound effects. And they find the phantom display, only there's no wax phantom in the wax phantom display. Daphne says, that's because he's walking around looking for them. And so Fred says, well, then let's us look for him. And Shaggy's like, I got something else I'd rather look for. And then he and Scooby just like leave. They're like, boom, gone. And um, Fred and Daphne and Velma just like go off the other direction. They don't protest. They don't like, hey, get back here. They're just like, okay, fine. We're going to leave. Leave. <laughs> just like let them. So, all right. <laughs> and then so Shaggy and Scooby sit down at this big banquet table. So that must be what Shaggy decided he wanted to go search for. Mm-hmm. And Shaggy's like, ah, food. And Scooby's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then at the head of the table, though, is Black Widow. And this is not Marvel hero Black Widow. This is Space Ghost villain Black Widow. Ooh. And they don't seem to be bothered the fact that she is sitting there. So, and also I get to say Space Ghost. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you ever watch Space Ghost, you will know that Space Ghost has a villain named Black Widow. And this is Black Widow. And then we're like in some catacomb looking part of the museum. And Daphne says she sure hopes the wax phantom doesn't drop in on them. And then Fred, Daphne and Velma drop through a trap door. Uh Oh, yeah. Good job, Daphne. Like she just, yeah, (laughs) had to say the word drop. Anyway, and they fall in like the stone walled room. And Fred says it looks like there's no way out. And then the trap door above them shuts. And Daphne's like, he's got us. And they're so they're prisoners of the wax phantom so they're yep. trapped That's not yeah happening. yeah they're done and then at the banquet table shaggy asks scooby to pass him the fruit and scooby reaches for the fruit and then black widow gets up and hands it to him uh-huh and he's like yeah, thank you and then gives totally it to shaggy normal. yeah it's totally normal for like space ghost villains wax figures to get up and hand dogs fruit happens mm-hmm. all the time in yep. wax museums yep and so shaggy bites in the fruit and he's like mm, and then he spits it out and he's all wax everything in this place is wax and then we hear yes and soon you'll join my wax family (laughs) and it's the wax phantom he's standing there and shaggy's like um that's okay but here have some fruit and then they run so Mm -hmm. doesn't want to be part of the wax family it is interesting that the phantom is actually talking to them he is and this is the first one that doesn't just walk around going like Phantom, Phantom, or uh-huh. just like Rawr. he actually can speak. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I think this is the first one who actually talks. I think, I think so. Well, I mean, like Elias Kingston spoke, right? Like those kind of ghosts would talk, obviously. Right? Would, like, yeah. Bring and the witch, the family or fortune, kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. But as far as like monsters go, yeah. So then Shaggy and Scooby enter the topsy turvy room. Of course, they don't realize it's an upside down room, so they are like. A bunch of physical gags about them like being you know hanging onto the chandelier because they think they're gonna fall and they go to a table and apparently the table has like scooby snacks sitting at it and they pour some out but then they fall the other way and so they're totally confused so then they leave and then shaggy's like these were safe 
But then the wax phantom is right over the top of them, looming behind them. And so they try to run, but the phantom grabs them. And they're like, help. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, got Shaggy well. by the collar and, well, and Scooby by the collar. Both of them. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. And it's commercial, too. That doesn't seem to. Yeah. Scary. Sorry. Yeah. So inside the dungeon-like room, Fred, Daphne, and Velma are feeling all over the walls, hoping to find a secret exit. And Velma finds the most poorly hidden secret panel ever, because it's obviously not in the background. It's painted in the animation. No, it's got like a frame around it even. It's like, yeah, yeah. So she gets it to open, and inside is a bag full of money. Ooh. And Fred's like, if it came from the TV station safe, then it's a valuable clue. I mean, it's a bag of money in a wall. I think it's a clue either way. And Daphne's like, so what? We're still trapped. She's not happy about being trapped in no. here. She has not been she's, happy. She's the being whole time. practical. Yeah, we've got all these clues and we're going to die. So that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's having a little bit of an existential crisis <laughs> even now, I think, a little bit. She's just maybe prone she's to that. Flashing I think. Back. Maybe, maybe. So Velma says that the wax phantom makes her so angry and she stamps her foot, which activates a hidden switch in the floor which retracts the entire wall behind them. Whoa. And Fred is like, Velma, you did it again. And Velma's like, what? Lose my temper? Uh, apparently oblivious to the fact that the wall just like totally retracted. Yeah, she has no, yeah. And Daphne's like, you found the way out. And Velma's like, I did. And she's still like not aware. And they walk towards it. And Daphne's <laughs> like, yep, let's go. Let's get out of here. Daphne <laughs> yeah, does not want to be in there. She is for- blind with rage at the wax phantom, apparently. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So then Velma says that they need to find Shaggy and Scooby. And Daphne's like, where? But then they hear Shaggy cry out. And Fred points to a grate in the wall. So they pull it back and they find themselves overlooking the waxworks. <gasps> and they see Shaggy and Scooby and the wax phantom. And he has Shaggy and Scooby tied up on a cart. And he's wheeling it past this huge vat of bubbling wax. Oh, so they stop at this conveyor belt and Shaggy's like, oh, come on, not the old ride on the conveyor belt into the wax routine. But the Phantom puts Scooby on the conveyor belt and Shaggy's like, this went out with the silent movies. But the Phantom puts him on the conveyor belt as well and just laughs as they're carried away. I like how Shaggy's like, oh, dude, come on. You know, in the face of so being burned alive by wax. Yeah. He's still like, oh, come on, dude. So as they head towards the vat, Scooby tells Shaggy to do something. And Shaggy's like, okay. And he starts crying because that's all he can think of to do. So Daphne's like, oh no, we have to do something. And she leans too far out the window and falls. And of course, as she falls into the waxworks, she stops her fall by grabbing this line that's connected to a big lever. And of course, that happens to stop the conveyor belt. So hooray. And Velma's like, hey, you stopped the conveyor belt. And actually, Fred's like, no, she reversed it. So now Shaggy and Scooby are being taken further away from the wax instead of closer to the wax. Oh. And Fred's like, we need to get down there and help them. So he and Velma, instead of jumping out the window like Daphne, they decide to go around, I guess. Although if they're being taken away from the wax, that means they are going back towards the wax phantom. True, true. Yeah. That's why Fred wants to get down there and help them out. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Plus, Daphne's like hanging from this wire. So, yeah. 
So Shaggy and Scooby are like, what's happening? Because the conveyor belt obviously has changed direction, right? And apparently it also has picked up speed because they end up flying off of the conveyor belt and crashing into the Phantom from behind. And Shaggy's like, it sure was nice of old Fanny to break their fall. And Scooby agrees. And so I'm like, wow, like this is, we're not even had our third commercial yet and we're done, right? They just smashed the Phantom and they're probably going to like take his mask off and everything's going to be fine, right? I mean, we're done. Yeah, seems like it. It seems like it, yeah. Except that didn't work, apparently. It actually just really pissed off the Phantom because then he gets up and he does not sound happy at all. And Shaggy and Scooby run and the Phantom chases them. And then Fred, Daphne, and Velma run up and they're like, where did everyone go? And Daphne points and says, the Phantom is after Shaggy and Scooby. And Fred says, no, we need to go after the Phantom. And then there's a black screen wipe and the music kicks in. Oh, nice. It's like we've got ourselves a musical chase sequence, possibly taking us into that third commercial. Nice. So. While this is definitely not the best chase sequence song, because that is obviously Love the World from Haunted House Hangup, although Seven Days a Week from Scooby's Night with a Frozen Fright is pretty damn close. I mean, technically, Seven Days a Week is a superior song to Love the World, but Love the World is super earwormy, and you have to listen to it like 27 times when you listen to it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that kind of matters here. Anyway, this episode's chase song is probably the most well-known chase sequence song. It's called Pretty Merry Sunlight. And that is possibly because in this new Scooby-Doo movies, which is a series after this one, the Phantom of the Country Music Hall guest star, Jerry Reed, sings Pretty Merry Sunlight in the oh, episode. Okay. So, although in the episode right before that, Davy Jones sings I Can Make You Happy, which is from Mystery Mass Mix-Up mm-hmm. in the Haunted Horsemen of Hagerthorn Hall. So that one might be more. I don't know. If you're a Monkeys fan, then that one's probably more popular. If you're a country music or Jerry Reed fan, then maybe this one's more popular. I don't know. Anyway, this version is not sung by Jerry Reed. It is sung by Austin Roberts, per usual, who actually co-wrote the song with Danny Jansen, who wrote or co-wrote all of the Chase songs, as well as producing all of them. And then he also produced the new version of the opening theme that Austin Roberts also wrote. Mm -hmm. Also, Jansen, he didn't write the Scooby-Doo songs. That was written by other people, but he did write the lyrics for the Partridge Family theme song for seasons two through four. Come on, get happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that song. Yeah. Apparently, I did not realize this, the first season of the Partridge Family has a different song. It's the same music, but it's got different lyrics, and so he wrote the lyrics for the second through fourth season. Um, oh, interesting. So, yeah, but they use the exact same music, so they just wrote new lyrics for the old song. So huh. I don't know that I actually have heard the I was going to, another one of those things, I meant to go listen to both versions, because I know the Come On Get Happy song, but I don't know that I know the other song, because I mean, I was a 70s kid, dude, to watch the Partridge Family, okay? So anyway, <laughs> um, if you're not completely lost at this point, then you haven't really been listening. So we have a musical chasing coming up, and it's Pretty Merry Sunlight, and it runs for a minute and 50 seconds. Oh, okay. Here we go. So the wax phantom enters what must be the wardrobe room and Shaggy and Scooby are disguised as the wax figures of Napoleon and Josephine, possibly. Anyway, Scooby breaks character and salutes the wax phantom when he approaches. The phantom notices that Napoleon has dog legs and takes a swipe at him, but Scooby ducks. Shaggy then closes his parasol and pokes the phantom with it. Shaggy also has ridiculously long eyelashes and he bats them at the phantom and smiles and the phantom rips off Shaggy's wig and Shaggy looks completely scandalized. Then he opens his parasol and pushes it into the phantom's face and he and Scooby run and they hide in a wardrobe rack. But the phantom is suspicious about a rack rolling by itself with a dog tail sticking out the back. 
it stops and then they play the head popping game for a while while all three of them pop up at once so shaggy and scooby still in the wardrobe rack run into the closet and then scooby pulls the using his tail to close the doors they enter trick that he used in franken castle on the frankenstein monster and the result is similar the wax phantom smashes into it and flattens against the door but then Shaggy and Scooby come back out, still in the wardrobe rack, and try to escape, but crash into a crate of wax and end up on the floor. Oh and the recovered God. phantom chases them, but they lure him into the conveniently placed wax phantom mold, which is oh. the thing that's there, and they close it on him and bolt it shut. But then the mold begins to shudder and crack, so Shaggy and Scooby run. And they pass a table with some cans of paint, so they double back, and they pull a wildy coyote, and they start painting an opening on the wall. And then they paint a door over it. Oh. But then the phantom's mold explodes and he's free. So Scooby and Shaggy run away from the newly painted door. But the phantom runs right to it and he opens it and our music fades and the phantom runs through the opening, which, you know, was just black paint. So he smashes through the wall. Also, he opened the door, which was also just paint. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's magic cartoon paint. Everyone knows I mean, maybe that. it's really thick paint and it had hardened and it was separate from the other paint. And so it actually formed like a little door, maybe. Possibly. Yeah, I don't know. Or it's just a cartoon and these things happen in cartoons. Fine. <laughs> and then Shaggy and Scooby look back at their handiwork as they run and Shaggy says they're safe now, but then they're grabbed as they run past another door and are pulled <gasps> back into the room. Thankfully, it's just Fred, Daphne, and Velma. Oh. So it's not another phantom. That's good. Yeah. It is commercial. Yep. So the song didn't take us all the way to commercial. Almost. 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 It kind of cut out at the end, but. Yeah. So we come back from commercial and we're back at the opening that Fred, Daphne, and Velma were looking through previously with the grate, right? So in that that little hallway they're in. And so they're overlooking the waxworks. Although the grate is back up now. And Fred says they're going to capture the phantom by fighting wax with wax. And Shaggy's like, you gotta be kidding. And Fred says, <laughs> no, and it should be easy. And then he lays out his plan and they look through the now gateless opening again and back over the waxwork. So apparently while Shaggy was saying, you gotta be kidding, Fred was maybe taking the grade off. I don't know. Anyway, we'll, we'll grant them that. So Fred's plan is Velma is going to serve as a lookout atop a stack of crates by the door. Daphne will stand behind the door. When the phantom enters, Daphne will close the door and lock it. Fred will operate the wax showers. There's a shower that sprays wax, apparently, in this room. Mm-hmm. Do not know what the point of that is. Mm-hmm. Um, not not take a shower with wax. But anyway, there is one of those. And Fred is going to operate it. And when the phantom steps under the shower, psh, he's waxed. Done. That's the- great plan. This sounds like an effective plan that could not go wrong. No, there is. There's no job for Shaggy and Scooby in this plan, though, it seems. This is all like Velma, Daphne, Fred. And then Shaggy is like, well, why would the phantom walk under the shower? Like, is he dirty? What's, why? And Fred says, simple. You and Scoob are going to lure him there. And Shaggy <laughs> says, Fred's plan is fantastic. But. And then Fred's like, but what? And Shaggy says that he and Scooby aren't going to do it. And Scooby's like, no, nah, we're not going to do it. And Fred says, well, do you have a plan? And Shaggy's like, yeah, I do. And he points to the opening. And he's like, what do you guys see out there? And Fred, Daphne, and Velma look out the opening and they're like, the wax works. And while they're saying the wax works, Scooby and Shaggy run and they leave. So Fred, Daphne, and Velma turn around and Daphne's like, they're gone. And Velma's like, of all the nerve. But Fred is like, man, they tricked us. Those chickens tricked us. So Fred is like <laughs> giving them some props because, you know, yeah, good job. So 
still kind of second rude, time but... this episode that Shaggy and Scooby were like, nope, and just left. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're not having it. They're done, clearly. So then we see Shaggy and Scooby are walking through a storage area full of crates when suddenly they hear this ghostly moaning. And Shaggy's like, what's that? And like Scooby replies, the phantom, that's what. And Scooby is right, because then the phantom is right in front of them. So they run. And the phantom chases them into a room. But then Daphne slams the door shut and bolts it. And the phantom is looking for Shaggy and Scooby when Velma, atop the huge stack of crates, says, bombs away, and drops an open bottom crate on the phantom. This sounds almost like the plan. Yeah, it does. It sounds suspiciously like Fred's plan. Yeah. So Fred calls for Shaggy and Scooby to lead the phantom over to him. And Shaggy's like, you got to wait until he uncrates himself. But then the phantom bursts a crate and Shaggy and Scooby hop on a pair of wheeled platforms and ride them like skateboards. And Shaggy thinks this will give him a huge lead on the phantom. But the phantom hops on one, too, and he pumps hard and he ends up right behind them. And he's laughing. So they go under the wax shower and Fred turns it on, but he turns it on a little early. So he ends up getting Shaggy and Scooby as well as the phantom since they were all so close together. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, no. And we hear Shaggy and Scooby's muffled cries inside the steaming wax. Yeah, the wax is like, they're like, oh, and the, the wax is steaming. That does not look good. No. For our heroes. It looks like that would hurt. Yeah. So then we see the sheriff is standing with Fred, Daphne, and Velma in front of three blobs of wax. So they just left Scooby and Shaggy in the wax while they called the sheriff, I guess. I mean, they don't want to touch it. It's hot. <laughs> And he's like, well, it looks like you captured the wax phantom. But who are these other two? And Velma says the small ones are Shaggy and Scooby. And Daphne's like, yeah, the big one is the phantom. Thanks for specifying that, Daphne. But I know. good job. <laughs> yeah. So Fred has a mallet and he's like, now for the unwaxing. And he taps on the first one. Tip, 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 and the top portion breaks away. And Shaggy's like, oh, oh. And he looks not in great shape. And Fred mm. just walks past. And then he taps on the second one. And Fred is like, you okay, Scoob? And Scoob's like, you gotta be kidding. So, yeah, they're uh-huh. not happy about being trapped no, in hot wax. No, yeah. I wouldn't be either. Yeah, so then Fred taps on the big one, and the top breaks away, but there's nothing there. And he keeps tapping, and there's still nothing there. And maybe it's actually a phantom. Hollow, right? And then surprisingly, instead of saying that, Shaggy, who is now completely free, says that Fred is chipping him down to regular size, which I guess is true, but my first thought would be like, maybe it's really a phantom, because he like already knocked away like half of this phantom and there's nothing in it so mm. the phantom was like nine feet tall gotta remember but then fred just keeps tapping and then finally enough wax breaks away to reveal mr stevens the TV <gasps> station manager whoa yep and mr stevens wastes zero time and he's like i wish you kids would mind your own business and the sheriff cuffs stevens and says well this time it's police business <laughs> so mm-hmm. shaggy was sure the wax phantom was really a phantom or at least that old Grisby was behind it because that guy was creepy. Mm-hmm. And Velma says that's what Stevens wanted them to think. Well, he took off to South America with all the money he embezzled. Yeah, I don't know if that's really, uh, that's just straight up like he stole and mm-hmm. he didn't really, embe- I think embezzling is a little more subtle. Yeah. Um, also, if you've got the money, like, did you, did he, did he, could he not leave because he lost his plane ticket? Like, why didn't he just leave? Why is he like hanging out dressed up as the Phantom, like in his wax? Why didn't he leave? He I don't know. I don't know. Why These people never out? think their plans through, to be honest. So I don't know. Yeah. So Daphne says that Stevens knew about Grisby's threats, and Fred says he used the Phantom disguise so Grisby would be blamed for everything. 
Oh. And the sheriff thanks them and takes Stevens away. Kind of like all Dr. Jekyll trying to blame Helga. Yeah. Trying to yeah. frame someone else. So then the gang are in the mystery machine driving and Shaggy and Scooby are in the back. And they got a set of Shaggy and Scooby wax statues. No. Oh. And Daphne asks what they're going to do with those wax dummies. And Shaggy's like, well, next time there's a mystery, those dummies can go instead of us. And Fred's like, there's only one problem, how to tell one set of dummies from the other. And then Fred, Daphne, and Velma all laugh, but Shaggy and Scooby are like, oh, very funny. <laughs> yep. And then the last thing we get for Scooby-Doo, where are you? Is Scooby just being like, very funny. And then, yeah, we don't get a Scooby chuckle. We don't get a Ruby, Ruby, Roo. Just like last time we get his pissed off Scooby. I know. It's and weird. It's weird. And it's over. So, yep. <laughs> yep. So that was a weird one because the Phantom this time was clearly like corporeal, right? Mm-hmm. It had a body. It could speak and tell them its plan, which was weird. He was green, though, and he did glow. Yeah, he was green. He glowed. It was just kind of a weird setup. And then they have this cool wax museum. They could have done a lot of fun stuff with it. They did some. They could have done more. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I do think, was it a past episode? Or am I thinking maybe of other Scooby-Doo's that I've seen where they have... Oh, I think in one of the newer Scooby-Doo's, they do go to a museum. Apparently, it's like it's like super meta, almost like you're talking about like the supernatural one, where there's a museum of all the villains that the gang has fought. I think. Oh, weird. So it has, yeah, it might be Mystery Incorporated, or it's one of the other ones. I need to check out some of the new ones. Some of the new ones have gotten really good like reviews for being very close to the original series. Okay. The most recent one is Scooby Doo Guess Who, which okay. is kind of like the Scooby Doo movies, and has like modern people guest starring with Scooby Doo. So. Interesting. Yeah, but uh, they've been getting pretty good. I think I think it's one of those things, kind of like the supernatural one, where they kind of realize, like, hey, if we if we hew closer to the original, people, you know, the old peoples are gonna like it too. So yeah, so it'll be good for kids kid. and people our yeah. age who are like grew up with this kind of Scooby Doo and now yeah, so watch like it. you know, like you know, you know, not trying to update it and make it seem like you know they're wearing you know modern clothes and that kind of stuff. Just be like, nah. Let's just kind of, you know, you can update it a little bit, you know, make it more modern. It has to be like a period piece, but it's kind of like stick to the stick to the thing. So stick to the basics, basically. Yeah. And I mean, like. you know, Frank Welker's there. He's been doing Fred since no, to my knowledge, no one has ever voiced Fred Jones except for Frank Welker. That's absolutely crazy. I mean, aside from the live action stuff, obviously. Right. But yeah, to my knowledge, no animated version has ever been not Frank Welker of Fred Jones. So apparently the uh, the 3D animation one, Scoob, that came out a little while ago, the the voice actors for Shaggy and Daphne were actually recast for that, oh. but, but only for that. Like they Weird. still continue to do the animation stuff, but for some reason they were recast in the movie. Were they recast by like famous people? So there were names I don't or think, something? I didn't look why exactly, but they were, I was reading some other stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit later. But yeah, for some reason, just those two characters, though, they recast them. Huh. Yeah, if they cast them with like a named actor, that would make sense just to yeah, like, I don't promote think, the movie. I don't but... think they did, though, because like the, the like Fred is, well, Fred is Frank Welker, obviously. And then like whoever, the voice for Velma was still Velma. And then Welker's also doing Scooby-Doo now. So, but for some reason, Daphne and Shaggy huh. got recast. So Maybe they sure couldn't why. do it when they recorded or no, something. No, because apparently 
Daphne was maybe not totally, but a little upset about a being little miffed. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently they weren't even contacted. It was like they were like they just found out that they were doing it without them. I mean, that so. would be really frustrating, I feel like, as an actor, especially if you're like doing the voice for someone for you know a long time and all of a sudden there's this yeah. movie and half I don't your castmates are in it guys and... been doing it but daphne's been doing the voice for like 20 years at this point right almost like so... 2006 i think right Two, like 2000 that. actually oh okay cool yeah. yeah yeah she's been doing it for a really long well time. either 2000 2001 the lady who had been doing it she committed suicide in 2000 oh, and that's so sad. Um, the person who does it now was actually like working under her like doing voice stuff and so then she got the role and so technically is 2000 but i think the first thing that came out was actually dated 2001 so sometimes you'll see 2000 sometimes you'll see 2001 gotcha. and then that's also for like then they had movies too so i think that's where the 2006 came in because i think the next movie that came out was like 2006 so it depending on what okay. you're reading you'll see different dates but basically she's been doing it since 2000 wow it's so. a really long time yeah so like yeah over 20 years which is crazy to think about it but yeah, but I don't know how long the Shaggy guy's been doing the voice, but probably pretty close to the same time, I would imagine. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I would be miffed. I've been doing this character forever. And for some reason in this one movie, you're making someone else do it. And I didn't even get offered like that would suck. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't go into deep details. And also, yeah, sometimes you like, you, you know, he said, she said kind of thing. So, right. You know. Yeah. Who knows? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not privy to their contracts or anything. Like, yeah. I don't know what's like going one, on. Like one, not saying this is the case, but like sometimes it's like, oh, they recasted or they didn't contact me. And then you find out like, well, it's because you wanted too much money. And so we got some, you know, you know, sometimes that stuff is weird and you, you never really know the truth. So, right. Because you're not involved with it. So, yeah. Strangely, a lot of this is going to come up later for us and that people are going to hear us discuss some of it because we're going to be talking about Grey DeLille who voices Daphne. Yeah. So. He's also credited as Greg Griffin a lot. Yeah. Because... And Greg Griffin Delil. Yeah. Delisle. Uh, yeah. Delisle. I'm, so, I'm yeah, I'm guessing one yeah. might be like a married name or something. I don't yeah. Know. She recently, she got married. Oh, and okay. So she switched to Griffin because, you know, women can't have their names apparently because <laughs> patriarchy. So Some women and then, really like to change their names. I would never want I know, to. But if you're like ensconced but... in a career, that just seems, you know, yeah, so. I mean, I guess it's important to some people. To me, I know there are a lot of people who get married and like legally change their name, but still act under the name they've been acting yeah. under because that's their name. Some people, it's really important to them to act under that new name. And if that's important to you, I guess that's fine. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. That's fine. You got to do what feels right for you. Yeah, I think she's um, actually credited as Gray Griffin in the Scuba Natural. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But then she uses Delisle. I think it's how you say it. I remember looking it up and now I forgot. Yeah, it might be Delise, but I'm not sure how to say it. Well, the S is, I know the S is not there. You don't say the S. I know that much for sure. Because it's D-E-L-I-S-L-E. And I know the S is not there. I did look it up, but I forgot. Okay, yeah. Not smart. I don't remember, so. (laughs) Yeah, but then she also does the hyphenated too. So she's kind of going with three. Yeah. I'm not not sure which one is like the current. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Last Scooby Doo for a while. Yeah, we may do I some Scooby Doo stuff later. Maybe we might jump and do some Scooby Doo movies next. That would yeah. be the next one. So, continuity wise and like voice wise, it's going to be very similar. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because this the, the Scooby Doo movies will have all the same voice actors as oh, cool. season two. So, yeah, nice. And then Vel- we talked about Velma. 
Nicole Jaffe, she leaves after the Scooby-Doo movies and then comes back for a couple of the movie movies later, like in the 2000s, I think. Okay. But after the Scooby-Doo movie, she's she's gone. Okay. Yeah. So we'll have the same cast that we currently have now for the new Scooby-Doo. And I remember the Scooby-Doo movies. I've probably seen them all. I, I don't Duncan and Jonathan them. Winters and Dick Van okay. Dyke. And yeah, I mean, if I saw Phyllis that, Diller. I'd just, be like, I mean, all oh, 70s people. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I'm sure I watched them at some point in my childhood. And I'm sure if I saw them again, I'd be like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. So, hey, Scooby. Scooby, Scooby-Doo. Looking for you. Scooby, Scooby-Doo. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, And they're actually an hour. Oh, nice. Well, so like, for, you know, for like 40 minutes. Right. right. So they're but, like. Yeah. TV, quote unquote, yeah, yeah, because they're the Scooby Doo movies, right? So they're an hour right. long. Nice, yeah. So, yeah, maybe we'll see. You never know what might come up on our Patreon. You never so know. Sometimes you. we just get crazy ass ideas, and like, you we know do. where that goes? <laughs> that goes on the Patreon. Or Nick gets like a bugbear, and he's like, "We need to do this," and I'm like, "Cool, all right, sure, why not?" Yeah, I, I do. I to. do. Yeah, we've got and... some. We've got some stuff that just popped up that got thrown onto the schedule. That's fine. So, hey, I'm game. Yep. I'm game. So let's yep. do it. Corey has come up with a couple things too. I have. So I'm not, not completely devoid of ideas. Yeah, not completely. <laughs> no, not entirely. Some of my ideas are better than others, but hey, you know, we do what works. We do what we can for you, the Patreon supporter. Yes. Thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. It really does mean a lot. And we hope you guys are enjoying these episodes. We have a lot of really fun stuff coming up. I'm super excited about it. So we hope that you will be too. Yep. And uh, I guess we'll actually talk to you next year if you're listening. (gasps) Like as oh, we go, well, I'm pretty sure this is our last episode of 2021 for the Patreon, and then we start up on January 1st with something good. Ooh, well, happy new year! I hope it's a good one. Stay safe and have a great time. Yeah, and if you're listening in July of like 2023, just yeah, you know, just ignore podcast. that. You know, podcast, you know, to ignore that stuff. So yeah, yeah, or you know, I hope you had a happy new year in 2022, and I hope that. Yeah. The year's going better for you. I hope Unless you listen to this like 27 years from now and you weren't even born, then. I hope you have a good cool. new year next time it rolls around. Yeah. And um, <laughs> hopefully I'm still getting some of that Patreon money. So. Yeah. Yeah. Later. All right. Goodbye. I Want to Rewatch is hosted by Tori and Nick and recorded at Black Cat Studios. Hashtag really just a bedroom closet. Episode production design and editing is by Lazy and Productions. Our music is Dark Science by David Hillowitz, and The Truth is What We Make of It by The Agrarians. Our premium feed is where you can find all of our X-Files adjacent bonus episodes covering television and films that are, you guessed it, X-Files adjacent. If you like these bonus episodes, tell a friend about our Patreon page. We'd love to have them join us. Speaking of which, be sure to join us next time as we rewatch Cold check the Night Stalker Woo! episode one, the Ripper, and try to figure out if, if the, the truth, truth is, is still, still out, out there. there. The truth is what we make of it.
think we need to fuck it no okay all right cool well let's do it then yeah. let's move on <laughs> we're we gotta save time <laughs> <laughs> dude tomorrow we're just i don't so know up. how long we're gonna talk about billy and mandy so i have okay. no idea yeah so yeah i don't know I'm either not. yeah it's gonna be one of those i've watched notes. it twice so i watched it yesterday again while i did my notes so i've seen okay. it twice so it's pretty fresh okay. in my mind at least all right well, don't say anything about it I'll okay sorry i'll be in the episode all right yep, yep. <laughs>